Everybody has a podcast, podcast. Podcast, podcast. Welcome into the show, everyone. Oh, goddamn. I hope y'all had a great weekend. Damn, man. What a weekend it was. Wiz Kreber coming in, coming in. My man. Jay Wiggy, take out the trash. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. Sounded like you were, uh, Smoking something hot. G Mills, did you choke a little bit? I was smoking earlier on. And uh, sometimes being a long-time smoker, um, really I don't smoke anymore. I just do the the wax. And Good shit. I can't even smoke in my condo anymore. They be trying to find me up and shit. So I go, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it is, it is what it is. What's a fine go for? How much is a, a smoke? It depends fine? on your level of what it is. At the end, they want to hit you up at, for 500 if you keep doing Ooh, it. No, no, no. Yeah. So I'm not smoking inside anymore. No. <laughs> anymore, <laughs> folks. Yeah. But 
fucking condom yeah. association. These goddamn associations. How was your weekend, my man? It was good. It was good. I, I, I spent a lot of time in my sunroom. You've been there trying to convert it a little room. more. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, off to the back of the, the cribbage. Uh, trying, to, trying to update it, do a little painting, trying to get some floors up in the next couple of weeks. By football season, I want to get it to where when you come over and you can smoke in there, no fees or fines coming your way. Um, you know, just kind of yes. a little more comfortable than it is. Yeah, so um, I spent some time so in there. Have you expanded it, or is it this uh, in this the same? By nah, same no expansion. What are you trying to do? Yeah, to it? trying to paint it. I'm gonna get some floors in the coming weeks. Uh, new furniture out there. I am gonna expand the deck, which it's connected to, so we'll have more room out there and try to put up some privacy barriers. Um, my you know what you ought to do is put a big ass ass troth out there and get a bunch of pigs. Look <laughs> <laughs> about associations. I'll kick my ass out the neighborhood, goddammit. $500 we got leaned on. This sucks. Uh, you ever been to a... Uh, man, I went to a flea market one time in the restroom. They had a fucking trough that you piss in. Oh, yeah. Was, that's those. Uh, they have those at like ba- at the baseball yeah. stadiums and uh, high school football games and shit. Man, that's yeah. I'm, yeah. I don't think I'm down with that. You can look at penises if you want to. If you want to sneak a peek, yeah, it's right there. No yes. barriers. It's not on. <laughs> it's not on my uh, my list of things to do. But it always, man, it's just a a slew of piss. It's always going to be stanky in there. But uh, you know, a urinal would be good out there. That way, people don't have to come back inside to pee. But no, nope, with all sincerity, that was my weekend. Spending some time out there, but it's an investment into our football future i'm trying to make it more comfortable for you and wis and myself when we come over or you guys visit and you can smoke to your heart's content i tell you what to make you more comfortable uh, a stripper pole and some hookers and strippers <laughs> well i don't know about the wife over there she might not like me <laughs> i'll tell her it's a that uh, might be a deal breaker a support beam or something like that. Why is it gold and shit? Why is there glitter over it? <laughs> Why is there glitter everywhere? You oh, son of a bitch, I knew it. I knew it? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep that in my back pocket. I actually like that idea. We'll, I'll see if I can pull it off. But it's going to be nice. When we have uh, we'll have some uh, football out there. We'll have some live on location podcast. Uh, we'll probably won't ever there. do any live on vocal. <laughs> that shit's too hard i actually have everything to do i just have to ring up but it's like one microphone and i've never tested it and uh i don't know (laughs) i don't know i think about that because i guess on my end i I got the easy part i'm uh just coming in and hanging out you got the the they have those actually it's uh they're real weird looking but like the portable uh dealios which I kind of have, but I kind of don't. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like the real small, small ones that have the microphone outs. And uh, yeah, you still need, I don't know. I guess you need a computer. Anyway, it's kind of a pain in the ass. But uh, if there was something that was just like, you could like set it up in the middle of a table and it had, it was easy to use and you know, shit, but this is not, you have to go and do all yeah. the configuring and shit. I thought about that for, uh, you know, I know our lovely listeners, we uh, 
go down to a nice uh, field and have field parties like bonfires and things like that. And this season, I'm actually down to MiFi. I don't have my MiFi anymore. Um, company, uh, we don't use them anymore. So because everything's built in. So I got to figure something out that if we go that route, because man, I always enjoy a good bonfire field party. Don't you always fun times? Yeah, what you might could do is um, actually there's uh, Straight Talk has like a home internet thingamadoop. Really? It's, yeah, it's uh, you need to go in there and check your address first before you buy it. But uh, it's it's just like a little cube. You hook it up. Yeah, put it. It's a it's made for you know just straight up there, like leaving there, like at the house. Um, and yeah, and you buy a little forty five dollar card each month for it. It's unlimited. Uh, I've heard good things. Um, so, you know, it's just if it's available, but that might be. Uh, that would actually be pretty sweet. Yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. We uh, we actually at the house just went to a uh, cellular internet service. We've been trying it out uh, just because our actual local company fucking ass raping us on, on fucking payments. So, um, yeah, that's, you know, I'm going to look at that because we got it. It works good here, but it's for this address. I think for the field, I'm going to look at something that I can do maybe by a month or month. Cause I mean, that's a, that's a cheap price. These things are getting more popular. So yeah, it's um, like $99 for the unit and like 45 a month unlimited. It's you know not what? Bad. I'll, yeah. I'd be down with that. So, you know what? You may have saved football season. We're going to write a children's story about Grant Mills saving football season. <laughs> Just make Fully sure illustrated. you uh... Check your address because I mean it's not a big deal. Walmart will take your shit back, but I mean you need to check it before because <laughs> before I mean, before everybody's down there with the, all the shit coming in and we, we can't watch football. God damn it, you asshole! <laughs> Guess who's in the house? What up, we? What up? What up, we? Hey, what the fuck are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? Well, hosting a fucking podcast. What are you up to? I'm gracing y'all with my presence, motherfuckers. Oh, I'm glad you could be here. We're glad you could make it. Yeah. What up, Wiss? What up, Wiggy? What the fuck, motherfucker? Yeah. Look forward to seeing you this year. We're already, every week is football week on this, uh, on Everybody Has a Podcast podcast. But what, how was your weekend, Wiss? It was pretty good. Wendy and I, we went up to the cabins in the Appalachian Mountains, and uh, it was pretty cool. Hung out, and uh, had a pretty good weekend. Oh, that sounds pff, sounds all right, I guess. I don't know. You're just a fucking hater. <laughs> I don't hate anyone. You hate love. Listen, I'm romantic and shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. When that relationship goes crashing down... Hey, you shut up, you pessimist. <laughs> pessimist? <laughs> oh, Wiss, using big words. Um, Man, what? Coming in hot, 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 hot. Hey, what? Baller Buster will be coming up in, uh, actually, May the 1st, because the draft is the April 27th, I think, to the 29th. And so after that's done, then that Monday, we will have your... Annual edition of Baller or Buster. <laughs> yeah. So, with that being said, everyone, man, the boys had a good weekend. I didn't really do too much, man. I mean, Wigs, what were you? Uh, did you go anywhere? What, you and the wife go to um, 
Nah. Pumpkin fruit patch. Uh... Fruit patch. Strawberry picking. No, 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 no. This weekend, uh, no, I kept it. I kept it low key at the house. I, I feel like I've been doing that. I feel like my bad time of the year is always in the fall and uh, again football time. Uh, no, you know what? Went out and I did try some. Uh, picked up some local beers while I was working this weekend. But I'm trying to trying to prep. I'm just trying to prep and have it so I can have people over without being ashamed of my uh, little hangout. So no, no wife stuff. She was she did her own thing. I did my. Uh, own thing this weekend. Mm. I feel like a boring ass. I'm, I'm suburban. That's all right. Nothing wrong with that. I didn't do too much myself. I was kind of boring. Uh, hung out. I believe I told you guys the weekend before I went to the Museum of Art. It was all right. I've been telling myself I'm going to get out and do more shit, but I just get real high and drunk, watch XFL, and pass out on the couch. <laughs> That's. I'm going to stop that. I'm going to be more productive starting this weekend, all right? But this last weekend, man, what a hell of a game that DC Defenders and uh, who the fuck was the other team? Oh, Orlando Guardians. Man, that yeah. was a game. That was. That I actually game. caught some of that, and that was the uh, the 6-0 and and the 0-6, uh, right? That was uh, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. win, uh, undefeated versus winless, and the Guardians pulled it the fuck out unbelievable they did they did though uh i know i can't remember the name of the quarterback quinn some shit anyway looks like they are fucking doing uh, getting one win <laughs> at least they're not uh winless so yeah that's you know that's a good question uh talking about and i looked at this earlier i was going through our picks by the way uh no surprise sneak peek nobody picked against dc guardians uh busted all our asses but we're, we're in week seven now going on week eight and so we're going to be getting you know, next month into the semifinals and the championship how are they going to you know you've, you've got eight teams so they're going to take it looks like four teams i guess they're just doing it like a playoff and whoever's best record is that what is that your understanding of how they're going to pull out the semifinals then the championship I have no idea. <laughs> I, I guess we'll find that out. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. But I know that fucking game was probably the best game. I caught that one, and then um, uh, I think I missed the Houston one. But then there was a – was that Houston? I don't know. I caught another one. I don't know who it was, though. And uh, it wasn't as good. But, man, football action still going on. Yeah, I saw some – I'm uh, loving that shit. Yeah, Sunday or yesterday, Battlehawks and Roughnecks. Still the A.J. McCarron. But, man, just a good, consistent quarterback. He put up 222, three TDs. Uh, I'd be shocked if he wasn't in contention if they have a player of the year or something like that. Um, I mean, he's been solid every fucking game. Damn right. All right, let's go ahead and go to the goddamn phones right now. Let's see what's going on with uh, Harriet and T-Town. Oh my God! What happened there? Was, uh, <laughs> what's it? Klaus? What the fuck's going on? Hit the phone bank. He's got. I don't know what the hell's going on. What you got? Harriet up. Harriet online on. Harriet. It's Harriet from T Town. I just want to ask y'all, what you think about the NC Tony Women's Championship in basketball? And I ain't up in this. Uh, thank you, Harriet. I didn't. Well, actually, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. Uh, I'm lying. I caught some of it. 
uh, the women's championship of basketball, which I normally never ever watch. But uh, the weird thing about this year is it's uh, actually really people are really interested in it more than the men's tournament. And uh, honestly, I don't really even watch neither of them. But now this year, they got uh, old Caitlin Clark, so she is she's a baller, and um, then everything with the LSU because they were actually supposed to get beat by South Khaki because that's a very good team there. And yeah, so everybody's talking about women's basketball today. Um, We um, got a controversy kind of like, uh, I can't remember the girl's name from LSU. Elisa. Elisa Reese. uh, Yeah, yeah. Angela Angela Reese. Miss Reese. Miss Reese. Yeah, so uh, I don't see the big deal. I think it's all fun to me. We're talking about it, aren't we? Angel Reese. My apologies. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about it, aren't we? Yeah, uh, they're getting those ticket sales, aren't they? Okay, so what the fuck's the problem? There's not a problem. It's actually good for the game. And actually, all those haters calling up and talking shit about it. Fuck them, man. That's actually a good thing because it's drawn more attention to a sport that really. I'm not going to tell you I give a fuck about women's basketball, okay? But as far as this shit for that, I think this is a good thing for uh, just the sport in general. Yeah. I agree. It's, uh, you know, I, I didn't watch it. Probably not going to in the future. Not going to lie. Just not really a basketball fan. But I'm also, but I'm a sports guy. It doesn't matter, men, women, if it's entertaining, it's entertaining. You know, the fucking media, they want to talk. Oh, it's racism. Stuff. You know what? I like talking shit. I like entertainment. And that's what's appealing. They have to turn it political. I fucking hate that every time. Social and political. Dude, let them, let them talk shit and throw hands and you know celebrate and be over the top that's what's going to draw people in for a sport or at least women's sports have been criticized so long and it drew more and then i think they said both the sugar bowl and the orange bowl this past year oh. let the, let them enjoy it and you know what uh, make make a rivalry of it talk about lsu don't talk about the narratives don't make this whole shit into gender and race and shit just talk classless. And I don't even hear people saying that. I hear people saying what you said. Oh, you know, I had a good time. I actually watched it. This shit was okay. Um, but the media has to fuck it up. It's like you finally get something good and they have to shit on it. Just a little bit. Don't put the goddamn political spin on it. But I would watch it. It is. It sounds like it's good for uh, women's basketball. I love college athletics. So maybe, just maybe in the future, I'll, I'll tune in. Maybe I tell me y'all because I just love women. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, man, remember when Don Imus and all of them was like, uh, <laughs> I don't even want to go into that. That oh, was what an, what an idiot, man. Like, really, why how are you gonna do that? Shit? It was more, it's it's it was terrible, but um, Don it was just Imus. so the thing that was funny about that was how. How stupid he was, man. I was just like, I, I got to laugh at that guy for being a fucking idiot, man. God, you know, he was uh, what a fucking idiot. He was just really, man. That was just, oh, my I God. Remember that. He was a bizarre looking individual too, Don Imus. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. And uh, I think he had a feud with Howard Stern. And um, I think when Don Imus, he died in like 2018. And they asked Howard Stern about it. And he goes, I don't care. <laughs> 
I mean, why would you, man? Fuck them, dude. They've feuded for years, and, uh, you know, I don't like Howard Stern anymore, and he's a woke no. fucking idiot, but uh, he uh, he was, you know, he did uh, he did his thing back in the day, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Howard. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't get political, and I, I don't want any of our lovely fans to ever tune in and think we're going to get you know, political. That's not, it's not what it's about, but it, it, it is a part of the American culture now. And it's so fucking annoying. I mean, everything has to be a fucking issue. Can't you? And, and, and I don't even think it's 85% of the people out there, probably 90. I think it's the media that portrays this shit. And you have your fringe groups left, right, whatever the fuck they are that just have loud voices. And that's who you put out there. Um, but yeah, the Don Hymas, man, I remember that. That shit. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm not even gonna say what he said. And maybe uh, well, well, he said that uh, a couple years before he died, right? Was it Rutgers that he was talking uh, about? Yeah, it was uh, Rutgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That man, dude. God, what a fucking what an idiot. what an idiot. Uh, all right, we got Jerry in Knoxville up next. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Hey, boss, this is Jerry from Knoxville. I want to ask you this. Now, if you have a grilled cheese and you put bacon on there, is it still a grilled cheese? Or is it a bacon sandwich with cheese? What y'all think about that? I think it's still a grilled cheese. What you think about that, boys? That's a bacon sandwich, dumbass. Uh, you know what? I don't know. Hmm. It's got yeah. a meat on there. Does meat override cheese? Oh. I mean... Were you going in with the intent of making a grilled cheese and decided to add bacon? Because in that case, it's a grilled cheese with bacon. But if you were concocting all the gr- ingredients together to make a sandwich, I think it's in- it's intent-based. Uh, what's your intent with this sandwich? Is it bacon bits or like whole slabs? Ooh. Uh, whole strips. Bacon's so fucking good. I- I've gotten to that habit when I go uh, order a... If I'm traveling uh, for work and uh, go get breakfast, I'll, I'll grab a, a chicken biscuit, something like that, or a uh, chicken you know. biscuit. Damn! How many yeah. meals a day do you eat? Uh, you know what? I don't eat as much as I, I used to, but really, I probably oh yeah, usually about three. I don't I don't eat I don't eat a ton. You ever do any of that intermittent fasting? Uh, you know what? I've tried it. I don't feel good fasting. It just uh fucks in my stomach too much if, if i'm trying to cut down i did i, I trimmed down about 12 pounds uh past uh over the past 12 13 weeks and uh i mean really it was just cutting back on the bullshit i mean that's simple enough uh but yeah i didn't do anything special moved more ate less i mean that's as simple as it gets but uh yeah, really just cutting down the bullshit but nah no nothing fancy for me no fasting i tried it once twice and uh man i just i felt like shit not a fan supposed to be really good for you uh my diet is like this wake up in the morning usually espresso or some kind of caffeine usually not anything to eat until like five six o'clock and then it's like two dinners maybe three damn because i just can't eat no fucking meal and then go out in the field and uh you know doing shit slows me down i feel like i need to take a fucking nap you know or some shit like that. And so I don't like eating anything, like taking lunches and shit. I like to get my shit done and then I'm, I'm out. And so, you know, I've been trying to be a little bit better about that because I don't know if that's good or not, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I just, it, I can't 
like eat a bunch of shit and do that. So yeah, that's know. everybody's got their own uh, kind of you. You got your own schedule and clock. I mean, for me, I'm the same way with the morning. I I rarely eat in the morning. Uh, I'm with you. Got to have my coffee in the morning, and I, and I may have like a ready to drink protein a little bit after that. But I mean, it's I don't really get that hungry now. If I'm driving and I know my only opportunities are going to be in the morning before I leave, and then probably when I'm heading back, which is like a super late lunch. That's just the only reason, just so I'm not fucking hungry as hell uh, towards the end of the day. But uh, no, I don't do anything crazy. No five, six little meals a day. I don't like that. I'll, I'll have two or three meals and I'll probably have a protein twice a day. But I mean, nothing even special. No shakes or anything. I literally take the protein, shake it with some water and shoot it like a shot. And that's it. I mean, people make this shit much harder than it has to be. Your, does your wife usually cook, or like, is it just what? Or y'all, y'all do that prepping? Yeah, meal we do. prep shit, don't you? Yeah, you know, so I, 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 no cooking when you get home. You gotta like get out of like a Tupperware basket. Man, yeah, we she, she man, she goes as far. She's good at it. She she good cook and she labels it. Um, I mean, you go in there. There's there's meats. Uh, I think this week we got some spaghetti, some tacos, so some good good stuff this week. Some uh, chicken breast. Um, and then, you know, sides, some veggies, some fruits, um, potatoes, things like that. I love it. I, I love it more for efficiency and convenience. I mean, to me, you know, I used to do that. It always just seemed like you come home, you got to cook. Oh, you want potatoes. Now you're chopping motherfucking potatoes. And then you want, I just, it wastes time. I love being able to go to the fridge, pick out something, heat it up, and, and just call it a night. So it's, it's worth it. I, I think so. I like efficiency uh, in the kitchen. You wouldn't try it, would you? Do, would you meal prep? I don't think it's a bad idea. I think I'm too. Um, I'm too like oh, I chicken the rest of the week. Eh, I'm like a. I don't know, man. Like I, I'm too spur of the moment. Like I, I see myself being like, I don't want to go home to this Tupperware shit. You know, I'm gonna go out or you know, go get something, go to the store. You know, I'm real weird. I go through food phases as well. Yeah. Um, so. I don't that's know. Reasonable. I think it's not a bad idea, actually. Um, I just don't know how to keep it interesting, I guess. It, but that's uh, kind of general as well, you know. I get it, though. I mean, but I try to leave. I know I'm going to travel two days a week, and I know I'm not going to be home in time to eat uh, what we have in the uh, fridge. So I think uh, I try to leave it open, and I'll try to, you know, if I know it's Monday or Tuesday and I'm probably going to be at home, I'll just eat it. And then, like I said, she's a good cook, so it, it's really good. But, yeah, I mean, you can't eat the chicken and rice and stuff all the time. Uh, need a little variety. Some delicious shit. Hell yeah. So, uh, you ever eat at uh, Shake Shack? You know what? I've never eaten there. I've always wondered how it was. Is that something, uh, is that part of your uh, your weirdness and diet? So you like Shake Shack? No, with the Burger Quest, uh, I told you I was going to get some meat. And so there's ah. this thing that sells, um, uh, you know, your favorite restaurant stuff. Like if you wanted like a hundred spot of some wings from the Anchor Bar, you can order it. It's like a vendor for all these places, right? So um, uh, Shake Shack is one. And uh, a few weeks ago, I got a... It's cool. They send you a pack of the ground beef, which is a Pat Lafrita blend, and uh, it's very good. And then the cheese and the potato bun mm, and, and mm, uh, mm. Uh, the burger sauce and um, 
Did I say the cheese? The <laughs> so cheese. Like the, only, the only thing that, yeah, it's like a really good cheese. They, it's like, because I usually go with the Sargento is what I've been going with. The Sargento mild cheddar slices, which sure. are good. But this cheese that they send you, it's like more of a deli, kind of more like a, like craft slices. But like, man, on that, uh, on that burger, man, it was amazing. Mm. I just did a little spice blend. Um, I forgot what the spice blend was. It was like cane sugar, uh, garlic, uh, cracked pepper, maybe some brown sugar in there. Anyway, put that on there and then did it, fried them in the, in the tallow, man. It was, it was amazing. It was amazing. So I got some more I'm going to, uh, pig out and then probably think of a new regional burger to tackle folks. Cause I've mastered the Dyer's fried, deep fried cheeseburger, my friends. Yum. Buddy, buddy, good. Let's go ahead and take another call. We got Raj next up. Raj. Oh, shit. This is Raj in North Carolina. I want to know what you're thinking about CJ Stroud at, at uh, the Carolina Panthers. And also, my hair is fucked up. How do you achieve that dry look but still styled? I would like to know that. And uh, you have a good evening. I will listen to your reply. Raj, thanks for calling, buddy. Loyal caller there, Raj. So C.J. Stroud, uh, they're gonna either pick him or Bryce. If you were a GM, what would you do? Would you go with Bryce or C.J.? Mm, tough call. Uh, you know, we we touched a little bit on that last week. I think Bryce is only real big. Uh, I mean, you can look at technical and really, I, I, there's really no glares. There's always ways to improve, but I mean, you're looking apples to apples. He's just undersized. Um, I, I just don't think I could bet against Bryce. I mean, and I, I don't, I'm hoping my Bama uh, bias isn't showing through, but I mean, Bryce has been really generational at every level he's played at. Um, you know, great college. I mean, I think he was an elite 11 guy, something like that. Um, it's always been a uh, just a really good guy. CJ Stroud's not far behind. I think he obviously, uh, probably has the more physical prowess that you're looking for, but hey, I don't, mm, I, 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 I would stick with Bryce, and, and that's really just because I think he's just technically more sound, but physically, NFL, CJ's certainly appealing there. Hey, what say you? Uh, I'm definitely going with Bryce. Uh, I think he's, uh, I don't know. That's just my feeling. I think he's got more of a, like a, I don't know if I want to say Russell Wilson, but uh, maybe kind of like it's, he's, he's more dynamic like him. Yeah. Uh, CJ Stroud, eh. I mean, he's damn good. Don't get me wrong. But, and they did hang with Georgia. That was a close game. But in the end, I think I'd go with Bryce. Yeah, I th- I'm with you on that. I-, I think Ohio State is hard to gauge, and I was surprised they hung with Georgia because, I mean, let- let's go ahead and just say it. I mean, they're not playing a Bama schedule. Um, and, I- and I think that's a-, a tough gauge when you're when you're Bama and uh, Bryce. And, I- you know, you're-, you're playing a tough schedule. SEC, uh Pretty consistently, not not knocking Ohio State there, but 
I don't know. I, I think the appeal is the size. And and really, though, people are looking. Bryce weighed in. What was he, 205? Uh, something like that, 206. And, I mean, C.J. Stroud's only eight pounds heavier, but he's five inches taller. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, really not that much of a I – mean, I, I don't know. They look at all that other weird shit, the the wingspan and all, you know, tip to tip. Oh, how big's his fucking hand? Um it's also a different, a little different of a game now. Your yeah, uh, prototypical six-three pocket passer, no mobility. You know, like Tom Brady, quarterback is not really. It's relevant, but it's not a requirement yeah. anymore. I, I and, think you're. Know. Yeah, I think you still got some of those old scouts um, that still look at that. I mean, as somebody that. Uh, still trains and been around training for a while. I mean, even back in, in high school, loved watching uh, you know the statistics and the numbers guys put up because it's impressive. But you don't see that really translate a lot. Who was it? Steven Piea years ago that set the bench press record. I mean, what the fuck did he do? Uh, I mean, it's, it's a lot of it to me is it, you get a good idea of you know how strong they are and, and all that. But I mean. It's not going to tell the story. I mean, would you think Tom Brady was going to be a fucking middle-aged man still winning championships? I don't think anybody did. So, um, well, I'm going with C.J. Stroud, dumbasses. Oh God, Ohio State University. All right, and on that note, everyone. Oh, yeah, I forgot something earlier. <laughs> damn. There you go, damn it. All right. I usually do that thing of every show. It's a, it's a good luck thing. Anyway, what's going on in the news, you probably wondering? Me too. So let's get into some news. Well... You know, I love me some Raymond. And not the cheap shit. But, you know, sometimes I get a little fancy. Raymond Shop bans customers from using smartphones while dining. This is an article by Ben Hooper. The owner of a Raymond Noodle Eatery in Japan said he is banning customers from using their phones in order to speed up seating times and preserve the integrity of the dish. Kodakai... Owner and operator of Tokyo Eatery, W. Cham, said he noticed the customers who waited the longest to dig into the bowls of Raymond uh, noodles placed them in front of them, tending to be watching YouTube on their phones. Kay said he was concerned not only about customers tying up able seating space during peak hours, but about the way the thin Hakai Raymond noodles stretch out and are ruined after too many minutes in the soup. Restaurant owner first pitched the idea of a smartphone ban on Twitter and positive responses led to his enacting the policy. Kay said he is not posting any signs about the phone man, but has started speaking to customers individually by keeping their phones put away during mealtime. I feel it's entertainment that is bound to include rules. It's like when in Rome, do as the Romans do. And Raymond is a form of entertainment. Quote, end quote. So uh, I don't have a problem with this. Whatever, it's his fucking place. Fools, they do dumb shit and probably... Uh, you know, whatever, man. I mean, 
and, and eat the goddamn soup, you know? Get on your phone later on, you, you fuckers. You know? Fuckers. Fuckers. I live Raymond, y'all. Chicken's my favorite flavor. I don't have any uh, cheap Raymond in a while because uh, it's so sodium-laced. But now taking the noodles out and, like, doing a little shit with them without the powder is kind of cool. Uh, yeah. If you get into, like, that kind of deal. But, you know, it, uh, it's been a minute. But, uh, hell, man, I mean, you know, let the guy fucking enact his own rules. What else is going on? Yeah. Well, Australian creates the world's widest wig. <laughs> uh, oh measuring more than eight feet across. Damn, this guy's got a fucking uh, picture of this thing. What the? I gotta fuck? look this shit up. What the fuck? That shit looks crazy. Uh, this article is also by Ben Huber. An Australian resident broke a Guinness World Record when they crafted a wig measuring eight feet eight uh, eight feet six inches wide. Oh, Guinness World Records announced Danny Reynolds. Uh, that's Danny with an I. Broke the record for the world's widest wig when they created the oversized faux hairdo. Reynolds based the color and texture of the wig on their own hair and created a substructure to support a massive mop of fabric. The structure, the support structure was made from a bike helmet, PVC pipe, pool noodles, cable ties, and aluminum rods. Guinness said, yeah, this thing's crazy fucking looking. Yeah, man. this is a... I mean, what if you went to a bar and a girl walked in with them and was trying to holler at you? <laughs> I don't know what the hell I do. Man, that is... Okay, so that's a big-ass wig right there. And this How much dude, that motherfucker weigh? He did not say. It looks pretty heavy, though. I think I think it ought to be, I don't know, like 80 pounds. Goddamn. He's got all kind of PVC pipe in there and, uh, you know, build the substructure. Yeah. So, to each their own, I guess. Uh, that's one big-ass league. Man, what else the fuck is going on? Hmm. That's what you're asking me right now, and that's what I am thinking. Well, let's go on to the video game side of things. It's been kind of a minute since we've gotten into that. What's going on? Well, the Steam Deck. You have a Steam Deck? No Steam Deck. I don't have one either. It's looking like Asus is making a competitor version of the Steam Deck. It's like if you have Steam, uh, it's like a little portable deal, kind of like a PSP that uh, you play your Steam games on. I've seen them. They look cool, though. I wouldn't mind... I looked a little this weekend, uh, actually trying to decide if I wanted to jump into a uh, another console or, or, or upgrade my computer so I could game on this one. This one's a little shitty, the one I got. So a Steam Deck, it, it looks pretty fucking cool. It kind of gives me that uh, Game Gear vibes, blast from the past. Yeah, that might be a kind of a cool little thing to have. Uh, a lot of people make handheld gaming PCs. It's kind of been a, a long-running thing. Launching under the company's Republic of Games Gamers label. This is the ROG Ally. There is a ROG Ally, I guess is the name of the thing. It kind of looks like a Steam Deck, if you know what that is. Or the handheld reveal video runs for three whole minutes. You can check that out on YouTube, ROG Ally. 
Uh, there's not a single mention of specs. It looks like it's going to run on a custom AMD chip that'll be compatible with Asus's existing external GPU used by its laptops. A uh, bunch of influencers. Looks like they got their hands on the device. And they the videos don't really have any hard numbers, but you can go check out what they say about them. The Ally Real Run Windows 11 has a fairly traditional control setup with two analog sticks, a D-pad, four primarily face button, and some triggers. It looks pretty cool in the vids, but this is pre-release marketing, so you never know what this mug is going to look like when it gets done. And it'll probably be pretty high price too. There ain't no prices on here, but you can go look at the ROG on YouTube if you're a nerd. Go check that out if you want to do that shit. I probably won't buy it. No. But it looks kind of cool. I know. I got too many shit. I got a Nintendo Switch. I got a handheld fucking thing in my backpack that has all the, you know, it's got a bunch of sh emulators on it. It's kind of cool. Sweet. Um, I never play this shit, though. So yeah. we've already talked about that. I never play it. I don't play it enough. I'm not a huge nerd enough. So, yeah. Did man, you have the, uh, did you get the SNES, the Super Nintendo uh, classic, the emulator? You didn't get that. Uh, it's on the handheld one, and I actually have uh, a little Super Nintendo little thing of a dupe console. Oh, yeah, like, that's right. I thought you said that before. 25 games on it. I never play it either. I don't even know where it is. Somewhere. Um, but still pretty cool. Sometimes you might get that itch to play some games, and you never fucking know. Some more odd news. I don't know. This ain't really. This is another world record. By Ben Hooper is the article. Four-year-old boy becomes the youngest person to publish a book. Uh, United Arab Emirates boy as the youngest person to publish a book at four years old. The Elephant Saeed and the Bear. Uh, that should sound like every other kid's book. He saw Yeah, it looks like uh, a kid's book. I mean, what you know, whatever. Um, yeah, this story's boring. All right, let's... Uh, <laughs> So what else is going on here? Ah, fuck that positive nonsense. Yeah, give me <laughs> what else that. is going on here? We're all fucking strippers. With we're all, yeah, we're all gonna spin it. <laughs> uh, four year old boy, fuck him. It was probably his parents who wrote it. Oh, yeah, right. God, trying to make money off his ass. Yeah, <laughs> Well, there's nothing really else going on, man. A lot of boring shit in the news right now, and uh, slow news day. For you guys wondering about the basketball championship going on right now, San Diego State 45, UConn 56. I was thinking UConn is probably going to win. Even though I don't know shit about basketball, that's, you yeah. know, that's what I was thinking. I think if you're a non-basketball fan and somebody mentions UConn, they sound like they've won a lot before. And I believe they have, but I, I wouldn't put money on uh, how much. It's like Alabama football. You know them, or the Patriots. You know them. You know they're good. So yeah, I think uh, I saw a San Diego State and a UConn. I put the money on UConn, and that's just purely fucking guessing. <laughs> what it do? Regina in Charleston, South Carolina, is up next on Regina. the phone lines. Hey boys, this is Regina from South Carolina, Charleston to be exact. I just want to ask y'all what you thought about the new baseball rules. I think they're going to be good for baseball. I mean, what are you what are you thinking? 
Thank you for the call. Uh, I don't watch baseball. <laughs> You're our resident uh, baseball guru there, Jay Wiggy. What do you think about these rules? Are they going to speed up the game? Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's the problem. I think they need to cut this. I mean, I get it. But, I mean, see, it's – okay, if it speeds up the game, that's fine. But if people really enjoy the game, you don't want it sped up anyways. Uh, you want to enjoy the game, so I don't. I don't think the pitch clock and all that shit's the problem. I think the hundred eighteen thousand games they play in a fucking season is the real issue. I mean, dude, you could turn it on during the middle of the week. There's like a baseball game on, like a Wednesday at one o'clock. Like, who the fuck is there? Um, I, I think that's what it is. I, I don't think they need to have these a hundred plus game seasons. That's fucking stupid. Um, man, I, I think they should go to like a 50 game season, 50, 60, some shit. That's a lot more reasonable, a lot more healthy for these guys. Um, what are they now? Like 80 games or something? Dude, it's like a hundred. How many, let me look at it up. I, I, now it's going to bother me. How many MLB games in a season? God bless. 162. Oh, damn. Each, each team plays 162 games. 81 is the home team. 81 is the visitor. That's fucking dumb. That's too many motherfucking games to play. Um, cut that shit in half. If you have that many games, it's not that. And they still charge an arm and a leg to go, but hell, half of them aren't even sold out. So, um, yeah, to answer the question, I don't think the pitch clock is a bad thing. Um, I don't think it's a game changer, no pun intended. I just don't think it's a, you know, it's going to speed it up. Okay, well, then what? You're, you're still playing 162 motherfucking games. That's just, it's too many fucking games to play. That's, a, that's, my, that's my gospel. And I'll preach uh, that's it a lot of games, man. I think, uh, I think you're right. Maybe they need to change it up, streamline it. Yeah, well, I mean, if you put now, them on, yeah, prime time during, you know, night games and, and make it, like I said, you can turn on. I went to a Yankees game years ago when I was up training in uh, uh, Connecticut. We, we actually took a day, didn't have anything to do, or it was one of our days off, whatever it was. I mean, it's like the middle of the fucking week. <laughs> and like in the afternoon before everybody's off work and you go to a ball game. I mean, that's fun. I mean, you can obviously still have those, but 162 motherfucking games. Dude, make it a prime time fun. Get some entertainment on on a baseball game. So, I don't know. Hell yeah! You ever watch? Have you ever sat and watched a whole fucking baseball game? I know you haven't, Grant Mills, but I'm just gonna ask you: Have you? Like what? At the ballpark or in a, on TV? On TV, tuned in, watched a game from start to finish. Oh no! No, I, and I haven't. Or, I can't. I can't remember a time that I did it. Um, and I grew up playing baseball, and and I loved it. And uh, it's fun to play, but I can understand why nobody wants to watch this shit. I mean, it is a slow-paced uh, defensive game, and there's not a lot of, you know, best hitters aren't even hitting, you know, 33% of the time. That's even really good. So, yeah, it's just, yeah, baseball is a uh, – I think it's going to be a, a dead sport in the next decade or two. I really do. I prefer nude legends on ice, yeah. I don't even know what that is, you fucking sick fuck. I don't know what it is, but it's better than baseball, goddamn. <laughs> it's got to be better than uh, baseball. 
Sheesh. Going to a game ain't bad, but like, yeah, you know, watching it, I don't know. Unless you're betting on the games, you got some juice. Uh, I mean, yeah. Why would I watch? There'd be no fucking reason for me to watch a fucking baseball game, you know? No. No reason. Yeah. So, uh, you're probably wondering out there if we have a vintage gaming review on deck. We do. This is an old one. And it's actually, uh, this was in the arcade back in the day. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. Today, we have Operation Wolf. You remember that game? Operation Wolf. Uh, sound familiar. Helicopter game? Or... It's actually a shooter. Okay, I'm done. Uh, I was thinking, what you're thinking is Airwolf, the show ah. with John <laughs> Oh, way off. Oh my god, the fucking podcast. Uh, that show was pretty cool, actually. Airwolf. Airwolf. Was, yeah, yeah. Uh, him and the old, that old fucker, Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ernest. That old and, fucker. Uh, <laughs> it was them two, man. I remember watching the fuck out of that show, because I always had a part where, like, it would, like, show the, uh, the fucking, uh, the thingamadoob. I don't it's not the controls, and it had a button on that bitch, and it'd always push it, and then the fucking thing would, like, go real fast, and it would, like, fucking blast off. Shit, it's crazy time. That's some of the 80s. Yeah. Memorabilia, memories there. But this game is not that. This game is Operation Wolf. Now, this is an old one, man. This is an old school arcade game. Bad Roy came out in 1987 in Japan. The EU, October 87, and North America. December 1987. This is a light gun shooter developed by Taito and it was ported to many home systems. The game was critically and commercially successful becoming one of the highest grossing arcade games of 1988, winning the Golden Joystick Award for Game of the Year. I got a Golden Joystick game. Oh, Operation <laughs> Popularized military themed first person light gun rail shooters and inspired numerous clones, imitators, and others in the genre over the next decade. It spawned four sequels, Operation Thunderbolt in 88, Operation Wolf 3 in 1994, Operation Tiger 1998, and Operation Wolf Returns First Mission 2023. Hmm. I had to check that one out. Sweet. Assuming the role of Special Forces Operative Roy Adams, the player attempts to rescue five hostages for being held captive in enemy territory. The game is viewed from a first-person perspective and is on rails, with the screen scrolling horizontally through the landscape. The game is divided into six stages, each of which advances the story when completed. For example, the jungle stage is completed. After it's completed, Adams interrogates an enemy soldier and learns the location of the concentration camp where the hostages are being held. The game uses an optical optical controller housed inside a gun assembly, which bears a strong resemblance to an Uzi submachine gun. 
This in turn is mounted on top of a square base covering the pivot shaft, which allows the which allows players to swivel and elevate the gun. A geared motor inside the casing simulates the recoil when the player fires the weapon. Pulling the trigger allows fully automatic fire. Pressing a button near the muzzle launches a grenade with wide blast radius that can hit multiple targets. In order to complete each stage, the player must shoot a required number of soldiers and vehicles, trucks, boats, helicopters, armored transports, as indicated by an on-screen counter. The player begins with a limited supply of ammunition and grenades, but can find more throughout the game, either openly displayed or revealed by shooting crates and barrels, coconuts, and trees and animals such as pigs and chickens. Dynamite bombs cause heavy damage to every target on the screen, both enemy and friendly, and a special machine gun power power up allows unlimited ammunition and an increased rate of fire for 10 seconds. Enemies attack with gunfire, knives, grenades, mortar, and bazooka rounds and missiles. All visible incoming projectiles can be shot out of the air. The player has a damage bar that slowly fills due to enemy attacks or shooting friendly targets such as nurses and boys. Damage can be recovered by collecting health power-ups and completing stages. Ah, you ever played this? I don't... I'm looking at it, and I believe so. I don't want to commit to that answer, though. Um, but, man, it looks familiar with the uh, the arcade setup with the Uzi there. I believe I have, because that's like one of those that when you go in, and especially when you're a really young kid, you're going to grab that motherfucker. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, six stages. Um, uh, communication setup mission, jungle mission, village mission, powder magazine, mission ammunition, concentration camp mission, aim, damn, airport mission, the getaway. Completing the airport stage with at least one hostage rescued awards a bonus based on the number of stages played and the number of hostages who boarded the plane. A new operation then begins at a higher difficulty level. With a fully healed damage bar and fresh supply of ammunition. The game ends if any of the following events occur, with each outcome showing a different game over screen. Bam! Man, I played this. Uh, it was pretty cool. <laughs> of course, this is a primitive game, but for when it was released, you know, very cool. We yep. had some home conversions on this bad boy, so it was actually on systems. Yeah, the, the uh, 80s had this love affair with commandos and jungle warfare and uh, really just military special operations and just shoot them up shit. Uh, that was like television and video games galore. It was all, most of the shit was based around that. Oh, there's definitely a lot of that. Like the A-Team, damn, those are my favorite shows ever. Oh, yeah. Fucking Predator. Uh, all the uh, Contra. I mean, all a ton of that shit. But, dude, I mean, it made fucking great entertainment. I mean, dude, fucking awesome video games. Oh, yeah. Well, this game has several ports. Converted to Amstrad, CPC, DOS, NES, Amiga 500, Atari ST, Sega Master System, FM Towns, Commodore 64, PC Engine, and ZX Spectrum. Most like any kind of light gun support, with the exception of the NES and Master System. It must be played with a keyboard or a controller. That's a bummer. You need a fucking gun. Dumb. And the NES had a goddamn good gun, man. Yeah, like, hey, it I'm came a... with a fucking nice fucking light gun. 
That's a good fucking question. And you will know the answer to this. And if you don't, uh, maybe you won't. Maybe I'm making. Maybe I'm giving you too much credit. How many light gun games was there for the NES? And I don't want to get too off topic from uh, Operation Wolf, but dude, I only remember fucking Duck Hunt. Was there a lot more? Yeah, there. I remember Duck Hunt, and then there was like a police one. Okay. And man, to be honest with you, that's the only ones I remember too. Man, I think I there were a few other ones though. I, I always thought so, but it just seemed like there was not a lot of support for that damn thing. Um, they should have done a lot more with that. I don't know why they didn't. I wonder if it was just like the main one everybody knows. Yeah, I wonder if there's just like a weird cost behind that. You know what? It, it's good to have the the privilege and the benefit of being able to kind of grow up with video games so you can really appreciate what you came from, but you're like astounded by what they create today and you know, you've got so much shit and so many ports, but man, back then that gun was a fucking, I mean, that was the shit, man. Uh, that was cool stuff, but I don't remember it being on any other game besides fucking duck hunt. Yeah, I don't either. It was really, uh, really well made fucking gun, man. So yeah, uh, I don't know, man. I wish they, uh, you know, so many systems will re do like homebrew games. I wish they'd do some shit like that with the NES. I do too. Bring back some shit under, uh, for the light gun, man. Um, PlayStation had a light gun and it was actually pretty good because I had time crisis on that. Oh, that shit was good stuff, man. I remember, uh, the worst. Do you remember that some, uh, Nintendo games, were unlicensed, so, you know, people could just, you know, I say people, it's not like motherfuckers are in their garage making a Nintendo game, but, like, companies could make video games. My grandmother found a, uh, at the Christian bookstore, Bible Stories uh, video game, and that game fucking sucked ass. (laughs) (laughs) It was Adventures in the Bible or some shit, man. I swear, and it was like, was like Jesus, like going across the water or something. Like I remember that? trying to play it once just to be a nice grandson. And Jesus going across. The water. <laughs> 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 oh man, man it was. I, <laughs> you can see kids like getting excited about that. I mean, it's, you know, I'm not nah. wrecking Jesus or anything, but come on, man. Man, I ain't, I ain't knocking on your man Jesus, but gotta make everything fun. Everything can't be fun, okay? Dude, it was it was the hand hands down. My grandmother, uh, R.I.P., uh, bought the worst fucking video games. That one was terrible. And I may look it up, and, and I need to, I need to write that down and give give you guys a review on that piece of shit. It'll take three seconds. I'm gonna summarize. <laughs> it was a piece of shit. But the other one was Where's Waldo? And I think I mentioned it before. But there's like six or seven puzzles on there, and the motherfuckers in the same spot every time. There's literally no replay value to it. Uh, you you have a little cursor and you move it on the screen and you click on where the motherfucker's at. Well, there he is. And <laughs> you play the game again. You crank up that puzzle. <laughs> He's still in the same fucking spot. Um, That's so, funny, dude. Yeah, I, 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 a good list of personal worst uh, has got to be in our future because those two are definitely in my top five. There's uh, definitely a lot of bad vintage games out there as well. So. Yeah, there there were there really were some really shitty ones, but I mean, honestly, kudos to people that even tried to make games back then because it was a a, a tough racket. But uh, uh, don't want to distance myself too much from your review here. But yeah, there were some really bad ones. But going back to the light gun, 
Um, you know, they could have done more with it. And something like Operation Wolf or any other similar games, especially on the NES, if you would have done something with that, man, you would have really had a, uh, a killer game. Hell yeah. So I'll go ahead and give this bad boy three out of five. <laughs> Wrong button. There you go, guys. <laughs> Whoopsie. Yeah. So, oh, I forgot to tell you, Jay Wig, I had sex with this, uh, with this girl this past weekend. Yeah, how'd that go? Oh, man, she has so much hair on her chest, her tits look like coconuts. No. <laughs> they have milk in them? They have the dumbest jokey. No, they did not have. <laughs> no. No. That would be no. good if they had coconut milk in them. Mmm, a tasty treat. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hairy titty milk. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> what uh, what uh, what does this show happen? What's happened to the show? Okay, so um, we'll get into some XFL picks. Let's take one more call. We got Susan, and uh, where's Susan from? <laughs> West Virginia. What's up, Susan? This is Susan. How are you doing? Good. What's going I'm on? Good. I'm just wondering who do you think's going to win the NCAA men's tourney tonight? Yeah, we just talked about that a minute ago. Uh, right now, it's I'm thinking UConn. Everybody else did. Uh, yeah, like they're winning right now by 11, 12, uh, 69, 57. And uh, yeah, so only in the what did they do quarters, right? Or is it like second half? I don't know. No, they, they do quarters. I never understood. I think it's quarters still. Uh, man, you know, everybody always talks about basketball and, like, knows the rules. I, I am the most uh, – I don't know shit about basketball. I couldn't tell you a fucking technical foul. I don't know shit about it. I don't either, man. I don't know. I have no idea. All right. Let's get into some XFL picks, everyone. Where's out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what's the schedule looking like? Well, let's just see what's going down. Night. We got a we got a double header. It looks like on Saturday and Sunday as well. So, first matchup: Vegas at St. Louis. What are you thinking there, Wig? Vegas actually uh, came back with a win, uh, but uh, man, I'm, I, I got to go St. Louis on that one. Yeah, I'm going St. Louis as well. I don't know Vegas on that game. Rainy Arlington at Orlando. Hmm. 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 Uh, I'll go Arlington. I'll go Arlington as well. I think Orlando's going to come back, and I'm going with him now. All right. Now Sunday's doubleheader: Houston at San Antonio. A good game, I think. Um. Houston, a little bit better team. I'll give them the edge. Hmm, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Houston. I don't know with those roughnecks, yeah. Like Houston roughnecks, come because I'm a roughneck. Don't right. I don't think so, but I ain't. <laughs> uh, uh, DC Defenders at Seattle. DC Defenders. I think I think they come back against Seattle. Uh, they dropped. I mean, one loss, one point. Uh, DC for me. 
Uh, I'm also going to roll with DC. I roll with Ben Danucci and the Seattle Sea Drake <laughs> 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 All right. Cool. We'll have those results next yeah, week. And to top that off, last week's results. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Grant and Wiss, both at 50%, two and four. Uh, Jay Wiggy. One out of four, 25%. My worst performance on the XFL side this season. Wah, wah. Well, hopefully we will, <laughs> those uh, numbers will come back up next week and we'll see what happens. I got the USFL coming next month, folks, and we will also be doing picks with that. As well, yes. Hope you guys tune into the draft in this month, twenty seventh, and check out Baller Buster coming up on the May first show. Well, man, what's going on for this uh, this coming week there, Jay Wig? What you got? Where you where you headed off to? Did you ever go to? Did you ever uh, find a good burger joint out there in your last uh, field? Ride. Oh, you know what? I'm going to keep my eyes out because I'm actually going to go back to Knoxville this week. Uh, I don't know what day I'm going to go. It'll just be a day trip. So I am going to keep my eyes open. Went last week, but man, weather was shitty on my drive and uh, I was trying to just keep it between the lines. Uh, I've got that going on. Going to be working in the Jay Wiggy uh, man cave. That way we all have a place to crash this season. And I am going to hunt down Bible adventures. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna hunt this pile of shit down. Uh, years ago, I found the cartridge, so I may do some old NES throwbacks. Um, yeah, that's really it. I also was looking at classic movies this weekend at night, watching some old stuff, Tombstone. So that might be a fun avenue to go down. And uh, you know, before it gets summer and spring, uh, I guess it's already spring. Uh, all the relaxation shit, man. I'm trying to get a few more weeks of uh, chilling at the house in before it's time to get out. We got some thirsty Thursday ball games coming up that you and I need to go to. Uh, you know, that would be of, good. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to keep those in the mix. Those should be kicking off, and uh, you know we got USFL coming up. So I am trying to get my relaxation in and my hammock time and my project my family done. vacation plan for the summer yet. Nothing yet. You know, um, we went on a couple last year, and this year so far it's been quiet. And I like it like that. So giving myself some Jay Wiggy time. Grant, uh, what's your outlook look like for the next seven days? I'm asking like a fucking like meteorologist. Meteorology, meteorology. Yes, I saw it. I saw it. Richard Jacks was following me the other day, fucking weirdo. <laughs> Just playing. Anyway, yeah, I don't, uh, <laughs> shit, I don't know what the hell's happening really, man, uh, doing visits, uh, <laughs> that's about it, I never know my visits, we just, uh, we kind of play that by playing it, play, play it by ear, I guess, so we'll see what happens with that, um, I got some burgers coming in tomorrow, I'll be being a burger nerd with that, and, um, I, I got to figure out my next regional burger to do, you know? Yeah, I want to know what, uh, and, and you still got some of the tallow, right? That, uh, Wagyu tallow? Yeah, you're supposed, to, you're supposed to keep it, you like, you strain it, you know what I mean? Okay, like, cool. So, but, uh, once I get done cooking, like, two or three times, I'll strain it and, uh, Shit. reuse it. It's just expensive, so. Yeah, definitely. So, 
man, whiskey. I'm out, y'all. All right, man. Words of wisdom, Mr. Wiggs, before we get on out of here. Oh, you put me on the spot. I have, uh, man, I hope you guys have a good week. No words of wisdom, but tune in. You might just learn something by listening to the Everybody in the Podcast podcast with uh, Grant Mills. When he was talking earlier, he sounded like he stepped in gag. Wiz Criggy. I was trying to say Criggy, but Wiz. And, uh, and your boy, Jay Wiggy. So with that, we'll catch you guys next week. Grant Mills, take us home. Oh, yeah. Check out the old episodes, everyone, from 1 to 90. Listen to that shit. It's pretty funny. Pretty good. All of you have a great week, weekend. Come back next week, 930 in the dirty. You know what we do. Peace. <laughs>